Welcome to EarthWise, Reflections on Earth-Based Spirituality. I'm Anu Dudley with a piece about O Mother Son. Om Bhur Bhuva Suva Tat Savitur Varenyam Bargo Devasya Dimahi Dio Yo Na Prachodayat Om We meditate on the supreme radiance of the divine sun goddess that she may give us wisdom. Thus goes the Gayatri Mantra, the oldest known chant in the world, first written down in India about 1,500 BCE, and it's still sung three times a day. At sunrise to Gayatri, the maiden sun, at noon to Savitri, the mother sun, and at sunset to Sarasvati, the grandmother sun. It praises the giver of life and the abundance provided by her golden rays. In the most ancient of times, the sun was regarded as female. Our very word sun comes from the old Teutonic sun goddess, Sunna. All the early goddesses had sun aspects, in fact. And so, in honor of the summer solstice, here are a few of them. The sun goddess of Egypt was Hathor, whose name means, My house is the sky. Hathor was often depicted wearing a sun disc on top of her head, cradled by two cow horns, which alluded to her role as mother goddess. Hathor made possible the fertility and abundance of the earth and all its creatures. One of Hathor's symbols was the mirror, which represented her all-seeing eye, the sun. Indeed, the earliest known mirror is from Egypt, dating from 4,500 BCE, a highly polished slate disc, shiny and reflective when wet. It was used to capture the bright rays of the sun goddess during ritual. The Scandinavians had their sun goddess Freya, the beautiful life-giving goddess of abundance, sexuality, and fertility. Freya wore a magic golden necklace called Brissingamen, whose shining aura surrounded Freya's brilliant sun face. Freya rode across the sky each day in her golden sun chariot that was pulled by cats, solar animals, whose round faces and flared whiskers evoked the sun's rays. Freya also wore a magic cloak of falcon feathers. Her association with the falcon links Freya to the ancient bird goddess and the daily and annual cycles of life, death, and regeneration. The Celtic triple goddess Brigid was also a sun goddess, known as Bright Arrow and the Bright One. Brigid's symbol was fire, an easy clue to her solar identity. An ancient song to honor her went, Brigid, excellent woman, sudden flame, may your bright, fiery sun take us to the everlasting land. Another clue to Brigid's status as a sun goddess was her brass shoes, with which she made her daily brilliant footprints across the earth. As societies descended into civilization and moved from matriarchal to patriarchal, the sun's gender changed to male. For in cultures now dominated by warriors and hierarchies and men supreme over women, how could the glorious life-giving sun be anything but male? And so the male sun became enthroned in classical Greek, Roman, and Egyptian pantheons. 
It was only much later during the 19th century that Europeans developed the scholarly studies of folklore and archaeology, and evidence began to emerge that in ancient times the sun had been a goddess, the nurturing mother of all living creatures. Learning more about solar symbolism, we have been able to reconstruct the role of the ancient sun goddess, bringer of light and life, fertility and abundance, warmth and beauty, which makes the earth come alive and allows us, her children, to thrive. And so we meditate on the supreme radiance of the sun goddess, that she may give us wisdom. Blessed be. You've been listening to Earthwise, Reflections on Earth-Based Spirituality. I'm Anu Dudley.